We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Walkie dokie right back at you on a Monday. Lori and Julia's show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Roberts is in for Lori today, and Julia's going to tell you what we're going to talk about next. Oh my gosh. Everyone's waited with bated breath, I'm sure. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about, Julia? Well, you teased before we went back to break that we were going to a neighborhood. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. The one of Mr. Rogers. There is, you know, this summer there's a movie that's coming out where Tom Hanks plays um, Mr. Rogers. and um, I don't think it's out this summer. It isn't this summer? There's a documentary about Mr. Rogers that's out this summer. I think the Tom Hanks one's coming soon. I don't know when. Sorry. Well, anywho, they did on Sunday morning yesterday, they did a really nice story on him. Am I going to cry? Maybe. Not really. He's just a, it's just kind of sweet. All right, here we go. Mr. Rogers was a culture warrior. To him, innocence was sacred. For small children, his program was the safest of safe places. Thank you for coming to our neighborhood. His widow, Joanne. How much did the show mean to Fred? I think it was the most important thing in his life. He loved his work. For more than three decades, nearly 900 shows, Rogers provided a kinder, gentler alternative to cartoons and goofy kid shows. But baby food, it was not. Rogers tackled tough topics like divorce. But of course it wasn't their fault. And death. And when she died, I cried. And coping with violence. You'll always find somebody who's trying to help. Rogers was an ordained Presbyterian minister. Yet there was no proselytizing, no preaching. What do you think the mission was? To make good attractive. And there was much good to learn about the world, be it from a boy in a wheelchair or from a gorilla. We spoke with Joanne Rogers at the Heinz History Center in Pittsburgh. The sets from the show are displayed there. As visitors realized who she was, they wanted hugs. Oh, we grew up on him. He hated to go away, but I'd paid no attention to it because when he got back, It was always the same thing. Oh, we have such good neighbors out there. On this 50th anniversary of his show's beginning, there's erupted a kind of Mr. Rogers mania, a documentary coming this summer, a postage stamp, and soon a movie starring Tom Hanks. Well, if anybody can do it, it was the first choice of everybody. Be we child or grown up, the world can be a bewildering, even frightening place. Joanne is not surprised by the resurgence in interest. He must have been doing something right. People are really needing to hear 
his messages. Don't be surprised if later today you find yourself humming or singing his theme song. Won't you be? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? Not a declaration, no. but an invitation. Please, won't you be my neighbor? I stand corrected. <laughs> Oh, it was so Aww, sweet. That that's, so Harry, sweet. that's Harry Smith, who yeah, we don't good. hear his voice a lot. So here are a couple other things about Mr. Rogers or Fred Rogers that you may or may not have known. He was bullied as a child. Hmm. Um, he was an ordained minister. We learned that in that piece. Yeah. He responded to all of his fan mail. All of it. All of it. All of it. Wow. That, yeah, that is a lot of All of it. Um, he was an accomplished musician. He actually began his education at Dartmouth and transferred to Rollins College um, following his freshman year in order to pursue a degree in music. Um, his interest in television was born out of a disdain for the medium. His decision to enter was, wasn't out of passion for it. He hated it. When I first saw children's television, on, he said, I thought it was perfectly horrible. And I thought there was some way of using this fabulous medium to be nurturing to those who would watch and listen. Oh, yeah. um, Yale did a study and pitted fans of Sesame Street against Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood Watchers <laughs> and found that kids who watched Mr. Rogers tended to remember more of the storylines and had a much higher tolerance of delay, meaning they were more patient. Well, that show, yeah. Julia, if you rewatch it, it is slow. Oh, I, yes. I mean, there's so many long pauses. I watched pauses. him open the door and put away his sweater. Oh, yeah, every day. Deliberately yeah. on the hanger. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. walk down one shoe at a time. I get it. His so mom in, his mom knit all of his sweaters. He was colorblind. He wore sneakers, sneakers as a production consideration because when he'd walk around in his dress shoes on the set, it made too much noise. Oh, um, Michael Ooh, Keaton nice. got his start on the show. Um, his first job was a stagehand on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And um, he also appeared as the Purple Panda. Uh, he gave George Romano his first paying gig. Oh, from like Dawn of the Dead, George yep. Romano. Yep. Hey, well, everybody's got to start there somewhere. George Romero or Ray Romano? Let's no, get... George Romero. George Romero. Yes. Dawn okay. of the Dead. Okay, I just been... Okay. <laughs> um, he saved the VCR. He managed to convince the Supreme Court that using VCRs to record TV shows at home shouldn't be considered a form of copyright infringement. That was the argument that was going on. That was a huge case. Thank yes. you, yeah. Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. for isn't that, my childhood. Isn't that something? Yeah, he's fantastic. Oh, I just think Aww. that's just the sweetest story. But you're right. That show moves slow i I rewatched an episode recently on the 50th anniversary mr rogers and it was about the internet and mr rogers you go to his home page on the world wide web how fantastic and visit all the friends there's daniel tiger and everything but it is really slow but i think that's important for kids you don't necessarily need to have the barrage of images and things all the time Uh -uh. well i think that that is what's wrong right now everyone's everyone is getting yeah Mm mm-hmm I mean, to, can you imagine a kid now sitting in front of that show? Well, where's the thing I draw with it? Or how do I interact with the TV show? Oh, yeah. Too? Do you see little or, kids with a screen? They immediately oh, yeah. touch it. Immediately right. They know touch everything it. to do on those things. So it'd be yeah. kind of interesting. All right. So when we come back, we've got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... 
Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It is random. All right. So I don't know. I know you guys are going to help with the randoms today, but yeah. I just wanted to make sure that this was covered. It's National Chicken Little Awareness Day. Chicken Little? Chicken, Chicken Little. little. As in the sky is falling. I just want you to know that. It's also. Well, thank you. It's also National Name Yourself Day. Name yourself. Right. So okay. here's my question to both of you. Do you know if you were if you were born and you were the opposite sex, what your parents would have named you? Uh, yes, I do. I do too. Yes. Donnie, do. All right, Donnie, do. what? If you were a girl, what would your name have been? I think it was going to be Lynn. L-Y-N-N. Lynn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Holly? Ryan. Is Ryan. it after someone? No, I just think they like the alliteration and the name. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Roberts. That's right. There Ryan Roberts. Yeah. But unfortunately, I have my name. Yay. Yeah. Holly, Holly. Uh, Way to disappoint your parents. They already know I don't like my name. We've had discussions about oh, it. Really? I don't like my name. Why? I, I don't like my name at all. I like that name. Really? Really. I don't. I, well, just... I think it would have been kind of hard growing up with that name, Holly. But no, because... it wasn't hard growing up. Here's the thing. Like growing. Okay. So Holly is a very feminine name. Mm-hmm. But, you know, especially growing up, I was not a f- like in touch with femininity at all. And so it was like I the person that I You're was more... on the inside did not match the name on the outside. And so I did not like my name. I feel indifferent as an adult. It's like, look, there it is. It is what it is. I'm not going to change it. And they made myself crystal or something like that. Crystal. Crystal. No. Yeah. Well, that was, those were the 80s names. Everyone wanted to be Crystal or whatever. Yes, right. that's true. No, Julia, what was your name? What would your I would have been Jay Scott. Jay Scott? Scott. Mm-hmm. After my grandfather, oh, okay. my mom's dad. That's mm-hmm. a quite snappy name. Instead, I was named after my dad's mom, Julia. Grandma Julia. Oh, well, mm-hmm. yeah. It did. That's wonderful. No, yeah. but you, when you talk about hating your name and things. Oh, but we I, used to, I remember my girlfriends, we'd always change our names. Oh, of course. Yeah. I used to write little detective stories with the character named Sydney because that's the name I wanted when I was well, in elementary school. That's a good school. name. That's Sydney, a good very name. 90s. That's a good name. Sydney. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney with a Y. Yeah, totally yeah, Sydney with a Y. Oh, my gosh. And uh, go Bulldogs. That's kind of cool that UMD won the national um, hockey, college hockey championship on Saturday oh, night at the congrats. X. That was kind of exciting. Okay, what other random randomness do we have today? You missed a special day today, Julia. It's National Unicorn Day. I did see that, but I was saving it for you. <laughs> oh, I, well, thank I you. I totally knew you'd bring that up. Unicorn Day. Oh, thank the world. In Scotland, it's National Unicorn Day. So we in the United States can't necessarily claim the holiday as our own, but April 9th marks the day when the when the unicorns come out and prance around everywhere. It's a great. Is it, it, is it is it is why are there is it folk, folklore that they're associated with Scotland? I think so. I, you know, you can just find a narwhal. That's the second best thing. You know, the narwhals in the ocean with the big horn thing yeah, that comes yeah. out yeah, of their yeah, head. Yeah, so yeah. celebrate that. So Okay. Well, well yes. Boy, people are gonna have fun. I'll well, never forget when Kathy, Day. Kathy Hartnett dressed up as a unicorn for her brother's wedding. Wait, what? Um, was it her brother? Or yeah, it was her okay. brother. Who is okay. this? Kathy, Kathy Hartnett. Hartnett. She, she, she used to be. She was the politics. Okay. She was here for, for yeah. right. the beginning of time with us. Was this a request? Her, her, on the her, groom's well, half? Sort of a renaissance they had a Renaissance-themed yeah. wedding, oh. and she was like so excited because one of her friends had a costume, so she didn't have to go 
and rent a special costume. But yeah. her costume was to be a unicorn. Mm-hmm. And um, out of all the things that you can dress up as oh, at a Renaissance themed wedding, you don't <laughs> even know. I mean, maybe you would take the opportunity to maybe wear a wonderful <laughs> gown, maybe no. put some mm-hmm. elfin ears on there. Same. But then I don't quite understand mm. the whole thing with the Renaissance fair and the fantasy and the whatever. There were no elf ears during the actual Renaissance. I digress. Well, it was the, it was, it, <laughs> the it best was, part. Holly was oh, af, after honestly, the wedding. After the wedding, the newlyweds went into the woods to consummate. They did. Remember that, Daddy? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I then everyone had to gather not. around. They didn't have to hum. This was by outside of San Francisco. I, yeah. And tell they, me more. Then they yeah. all. Then they had to wait. And then they came back out of the woods. Wait, they had to wait for the newlyweds to consummate their relationship out in the backwoods. And Uh, then the couple came back for the reception, as one does. does. And the unicorn did not hop out there to get them, to bring them back. But the the unicorn costume that Kathy wore, she wore it into work one day. I almost just peed. I mean, Lori and I... We thought we were going to die. <laughs> so and the pictures, Donnie. And I just, wish we had them. I, I'm going to find them because oh. I know I have them somewhere. I'm oh. glad. It, oh, my gosh. I'm glad you didn't say that the newlyweds rode on the unicorn's back. Uh, no. no. See, I thought no. you maybe you were no. going that way. And I'm like, wow, no. okay, now this but was a wedding would, for the But she would, her body went into the middle of the unicorn. Right. So it's like the head was like she was riding a horse or riding the unicorn. So the yeah. head jutted out from her waist and the butt came out from the back, yep. and then her her legs were the feet. Well, at least it wasn't a tandem experience, you know, like the horse costumes traditionally, right, yeah, where the yeah, one yeah. person right. is in the front, and then yeah. she, one person has oh, to be no. the butt. She was, but like you said, why wouldn't you choose a nice, gunny, a lovely dress? They probably asked her to dress, you know, like that. something a like flower that. Crown. No, he did not ask her to wear the unicorn. That was her. That idea? was because her friend had. I, I, I her friend had. <laughs> And she was cheap, and she didn't want to rent something. But out of everything, oh, gosh, we peed. Have you ever been to the Renaissance Festival, Julia? Yes, yes, yes. Flower Crown. Okay. Yes. I'm just checking, because I wasn't sure if you had ever been there before. Throw the tomatoes at the guy's face. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I haven't been there. Lori loves the Renaissance. I haven't been in 10 years. Oh, I probably haven't been in a while either, but my kids liked it. It was fun. I totally. I liked it. Drinking mead. Yes, um, eating a tur- eggs. turkey yeah. leg. Yeah. I loved it. All right, so what else, what else besides uh, the unicorn? New, besides, how about did- this one? New research has discovered that 8 out of 10 watch Netflix with their pet. And nearly half of the respondents admitted they often moved where they were sitting so their pet would be more comfortable. Well, yeah, I feel well, that's like that's a- the study of duh. Is it really? Yes, well, of course. If you have an animal, do they just sit, they sit with they you in the that- car? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 
as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, uh, pets are the best binge buddies. Binge buddies, well, they don't pets. talk. They that's, don't that's mind. That's what it says. They, they don't, don't talk. mind what you watch. <laughs> yeah, you can, you have all the choices. They all. They don't need anything. <laughs> that's right. They're not going to interrupt you exactly. by talking. And maybe they'll bug you by if you get a treat or something yeah. like that. Then that is it. I mean, pets. You man, can control great. that situation. <laughs> yes, you absolutely yes. can. You can control that one. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to throw it back to food a little bit because tomorrow is Ben and Jerry's free ice cream day. I want to let everyone know that, and it's going to be the 40th year that ben and jerry's has offered this so you just ben and jerry's is 40 years old yeah well oh. it's older than that, older than that i think yeah. this is the 40th anniversary of offering free ice cream on to, on april 10th so you just have to stop in to ben and jerry's i know that there's one on excelsior boulevard down by lake calhoun mm-hmm. i don't know if there's still one in stadium village there might be but you just stop by between noon and eight and get a free scoop or you can get chunky monkey cherry garcia or whatever flavors cherry garcia is my all-time favorite Favorite. That's great. Cherry Garcia yeah, is my all time favorite. Yeah. I really like the Stephen Colbert Americone Dream. Oh, you do? Oh, with the chunks of the waffles and the things mm-hmm. and the. Mm. You know what I eat this weekend that's pretty good? What? And you can get it. All right, first of all, here's a discovery The Fresh Moms, if you're out late on a Saturday night and you need some fresh donuts, Super Moms. At Super America delivers the donuts at midnight. Now, oh. I wonder what Julia was is there doing. What were you doing out at 1202 at a Super I was just America. out at a busy, at a busy night. Oh, oh and you really? Needed, and you needed, I needed a, a treat. Uh-huh. You needed a carbo load. I needed a treat. And so that's when they're delivered. And then also, um, you know, the Klondike bar, the ice cream sandwich thing, it's just got chocolate around ice cream and it's square. Oh, yeah, sure. They make a, a taco version of that. Choco taco, baby. I. You've never had a choco taco before, Julia. Love that thing. <laughs> Mind blown. <sighs> it, but it's like the waffle, like you said, but it's soggy because it's cold and yeah. it's with ice cream in, in the middle. And then it's got the crunches around the edges. I love that thing. What's it called? A choco taco? Choco, choco taco. taco. Gas station okay. staple. That- Listen, I am. I am. You know, I feel like since I've been divorced, I really have done most of my shopping at gas stations. My grocery shopping. I mean, get it. Remember your Little Debbie's individual snacks. It's a limited variety. Oh, Donnie, but really, you can get creative. (laughs) Okay. You can get creative. Choco Taco. Uh Uh-huh. All right. John. Yes. What's happening out there? Uh, Are people on the roads yet? Or is it still dead? It's really dead today. There's absolutely Where nothing. Where is everybody? Spring break still, or people are just got out of town. But we've had our Mondays have been pretty dead recently, so I think add that to what's been going on holiday wise. All right, uh, you know that's All what's right. going on. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Trending online this afternoon, Kensington Palace, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are asking people to donate to select charities in lieu of gifts. So return that hand blender to Bed Bath & Beyond, won't you? Also trending online this afternoon, Lindsay Buckingham, the Fleetwood Mac guitarist, has been fired, not really quit, from the band's upcoming tour. He's being replaced by Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Crowded House's Neil Finn on that upcoming tour. Also trending online this afternoon is Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook CEO, is in Washington, D.C. before he testifies in front of Congress later this week. Also trending National Library Week, 
go out and celebrate a library. It's free. Go do it. Libraries are great. Also, Empire Records trending. A musical of the 90s film is in the work. Uh, in the works. And, well, the news broke on Rex Manning Day. If you're a fan of Empire Records, you get that joke. All right, that's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Your heart you heard it. Darling, you look perfect tonight. All right, welcome back, everybody. You were just talking, I don't know if you were talking about Mark Zuckerberg. Um, yes, I did. Just a moment ago. Yes. He's in Washington right now. Yes. He's trying to apologize. <laughs> I think and, trying is the key word in yep, that sentence you just said. Yep. They did something on CBS this morning talking about, you know, about basically Facebook, Instagram, other social media sites. And they had this guy on, um, you know, from Silicon Valley and blah, blah, blah. And he said, here's the deal. And this I thought was a good lesson. No social media is free. Your currency is your personal privacy and information. Was that Steve Wozniak? Nope. No? It okay, wasn't. because he's quit Facebook, one of the um, big Apple yeah, guys from yeah. back in the day, and he basically said the exact same thing, mm-hmm. is that, you know, the difference between Apple and Facebook is Apple, you're buying hardware, you're buying yep. a product that you can use. Facebook, yep. you're not buying anything, right. but you're selling yourself. Right. Mm. Same with Instagram. And so they talked mm. about how um, every, they showed an example, because this has happened to everyone, I've heard people talking about it, and you're like, wow, how does the computer know that much about me? Mm-hmm. But so let's just say... Because I rarely go to Facebook, but um, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, so rare, let's just say rare. you're um, on a site. Let's just say you're on Facebook or something, and they ask you, you know, take this fun quiz, do this fun thing, and immediately a cookie is sent out if you clicked you like shoes, or like I'll just be on the inter- internet and I'll go to a shoe yeah thing, and then that sh- pair of shoes follows me on every other page. I know even when you you know, it follows you every single place. But I thought that was just a good lesson. No social media is free. Your currency is your personal privacy. So you decide what you want to give and what you don't want to give. Yeah, it's a very powerful thing. Even if you like paper towels or you like whatever, that's information that's being pushed out. And then again, like you said, Julia, you go to Nordstrom and you look at a pure, cute pair of shoes that is going to follow you. Those cookies are going to follow you forever. So just I sometimes I like it because, oh, I forgot about those. Oh, really? I just I just need to put those in my cart right sometimes now. Sometimes you think, oh, OK, well, right, sometimes it's a pair of shoes. And then other times it's something that's maybe not so nice. You'll see the same thing with, with Amazon. You buy something yep. from Amazon, it follows you around. Sometimes mm-hmm. even if you didn't buy it, but it ended up in your shopping cart, but you didn't complete the purchase, it follows you. Well, oh, it's, yeah. they want to remind you. It's yeah. a friendly reminder. Right. It's like a post-it note. Which <laughs> yes. is so awful because I am a chronic shopping cart filler. Same. I, I fill up the shopping cart. I'm like, it just feels good to put something in the shopping cart when you're on a website. And then you, but never, you don't buy it. No, you don't yeah. buy it. It's just the fantasy of buying it. I only have three carts that I fill all the time. Nordstrom, Macy's, and Harbor's. Those carts are full because I always find like a flash sale on shoes. I mean, and it's always shoes. Yeah. Because really, I don't buy clothes online because Lord knows what size they're going to be. You know what I mean? You're five different sizes at any given time. But shoes. But but it's just kind of funny. Oh, that's funny. All right. (laughs) So so there was a news story out today about Nexium. Yes. The cult. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Not the medication. Right. Where they would brand you... It's kind of like a sexual call, but give everyone the background, yeah, Holly, so, and tell 
Tell everybody about this. All right. So Nexium has been in the news lately because its founder, Keith Rainier, was arrested in Mexico last month on sex trafficking charges. And he was uh, his number two in this cult was allegedly former Smallville actress Allison Mack. This cult came into the public consciousness, I would say, last year, at least for me. There was a big New York Times article about yeah. Nexium talking about that branding where they would brand women, literally brand them on their lower hip against their will and brand them as sex slaves. Well, it seems that uh, this sex cult, which is basically what it is, is covertly recruiting in Brooklyn. So they're going after artistic people they're going after people who maybe be might be seekers but allegedly according to page six last month a lot of uh, a notable williamsburg artists williamsburg being a, a, bur- or a part of brooklyn um, were invited by friends to what was being billed as a party promising authentic conversation among creatives and light vegetarian fare so they were setting up the booby traps for all of these people so a flyer for the event, it, it was at a private It home. almost sounds like an Almay. What was the thing that we used to go to, Dunny? The Almay product? Yeah, the Almay? remember oh, yeah. the Almay? Oh, Amway. Yeah. Amway. Amway, thank Amway. you. Amway. Amway. Like, it sounds yes. like Amway, right? it promises, we promise to, you know, come and listen, and we're going to promise to make you money, but this is going to promise you be same thing. Authentic conversation. Julie, you are so right. It's the <laughs> same guy, thing. No, because Keith, this guy who founded Nexium, was busted back in the 90s for running pyramid schemes, oh. and they were shut down after multiple investigations by, uh, I forget what state it is, but state governments were after this guy for a pyramid scheme. Okay. That's exactly what this is. But once the guests who went there for authentic conversation and light vegetarian fare, they found out... They were being pitched a $10,000 curriculum called The Source, a supposed life improvement program for actors and artists. And if you go to Keith's YouTube page, which he has a couple of videos where he has conversations with Allison Mack, they talk about being actors and talk about improving their craft and getting in touch with authentic experiences. So this is the cell. This is the cell that they're making. No signs of sex or anything like that, but it's the soft cell. Of course, they're not going to tell you about you know, the, the, they, by the way, we're going to brand you in a year and we're going to get all your personal photos because by releasing them to us, anything that in a compromising position, you're freeing yourself. Yeah. One party goer added about the person that invited him to the party. She's a nice girl. But now I'm kind of mad at her for trying to induct me into a sex cult. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I mean, this is really dangerous stuff. And and the man is being charged again on sex trafficking charges. Allison Mack, she was in Mexico during the time of the arrest. And you can see video of her. It was on TMZ of her kind of chasing down the police car being like, what is going on? But this is really dangerous stuff. And I believe uh, we talked about actress Catherine Oxenberg. Mm-hmm. Her daughter, daughter was yeah. wrapped up in all of this. Okay. So I don't know mm-hmm. the status of her daughter, but, you know. Be very wary about authentic conversation and light vegetarian fare. You know, in Williamsburg, <laughs> just letting actually, you know, letting you know. If that was, if I was invited something with authentic conversation and light vegetarian fare, I would just go really. <laughs> Doesn't sound too enticing. Doesn't sound, to me. That does not sound enticing. To Here me. is the thing: when anyone has to sell you on, on a conversation, on authentic yeah. conversation, one Whatever would that think is. that it would be natural wherever right. you're going. Of course, we're going to have natural conversation. Right. Then you take the plate of light vegetarian fare, you dump it in your purse, and you walk out the door. <laughs> right. And you call it a night. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. My comment about Williamsburg is it's a very hip Tony area of oh, New yeah. York. Yeah. Where there are people there have money. Well, right. and that's the whole point is that they're trying to target people who would be influential artists. You know, if artists are going into this kind of stuff, I mean, what does it remind us of? 
Scientology. It does. Well, they ban vulnerable people at a yep. vulnerable time. Yeah. So, ugh, gross. Wow. Stay away from Nexium. Please, please, please. Good please. Lord. The things that you can get involved mm-hmm. with. I'm telling you what. I'm telling you. Well, we're not going to listen to all the audio, but um, Tony Roberts, the lifestyle. Robbins. Robbins. Thank you, the lifestyle guru. He got himself into trouble. Oh, man. By opening his big mouth. Holly, yeah, are you aware yeah, of the story, say, Holly? Say, yes, I okay. am. Yes, I am. And he was really saying the Me Too movement is dangerous, that it really... Um, what else was he saying? Uh, um, he, he said that, uh, that the, the women were... Uh, did he say victimizing themselves? Yes, yeah, something. Something yeah, like something that. Something like that. And, and then he, he related a story. Well, he said significance. That's the word that Tony yeah. Robbins was using. He was accusing women of using the Me Too movement. Here's what he to said. Okay. Signif- to try okay, to, yes. to try to get significance and certainty by attacking and destroying others. So this is what Tony Robbins claimed at his Unleash the Power Within seminar. Mm-hmm. Then a woman confronted him at the seminar. She did. He did. And, and then he did it like a... Uh, they acted out something like hold your fist out and I'll hold mine out. But it just looked like he was just trying to minimize what she was saying mm-hmm. and the imaging, the optics, which is what I'm hearing now everywhere. The optics were terrible. Yes. Do you hear that from everyone? Well, yeah, but because there's truth in that statement. Right. <laughs> yeah. They were just terrible. You know, and I think one of the things, too, is that Tony Robbins, he was saying that he had been talking to high-powered men, mm-hmm. who, CEOs. CEOs, that when they were in the hiring process, there would be two men and a woman, the woman being most qualified, but the CEOs didn't want to hire the woman because of her attractiveness. Yep. And so... What a well, bunch of BS that is. Well, thank you, Donnie. <laughs> but, I, you know, and I think him missing the point, like, well, that's the whole point of the Me Too move. Well, one of them, a big thing is like, yes, if a woman is in that situation and she's not being hired because a man feels intimidated by her physical attractiveness, that's an issue. And she's the most qualified. The CEO admits that this person is the most qualified. Mm-hmm. But this woman is missing out on opportunities because he feels sexually threatened. Like, ugh. Okay, can I, I just I, tell I, you? I won't be able to help myself if I'm around her. I know. Yeah. Okay, so when Lori and I sold our nipple enhancers body perks at um, Sturgis, mm-hmm. I know that sounds like a wild sentence to listen to. It's true, though. But um, this guy comes up, and he's in all the leather wares and everything. He just looked like Andre the Giant mm-hmm. with the biggest head in America and the world that I've ever seen, Tony Roberts. Oh, Tony Robbins. Robbins. I always call him Roberts. Tony Robbins. Yeah, he's a big guy. Oh, he's huge. But his mouth was huge. Remember Andre the Giant? I mean, like... Anybody want a peanut? I know. He's got better looking. Tony uh, has gotten better looking with age. Because, I mean, like, he was just so big. Yeah. And I'm like, here comes the giant. Yeah. And Lori's like, I'm like, who is that guy? We know him. We know him. We know him. Lori, who is it? Who is it? And I'm sure one of us said, Andre the Giant. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, and then I think and I think one of the issues with this is that Tony Robbins issued an apology on his Facebook page, but it was very Mm self-centered and it was weak and it wasn't acknowledging what had happened. He was just reflecting it back onto himself. Lots of I statements, not really an apology. No, that's the issue. That is the issue. Well, when we come back. We've got some Hollywood speaking to do. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, let's get to it. What is the meaning of this? So, apparently, Elizabeth Hurley caused huge controversy when she Instagrammed a photo. Huge is the right word. Of herself. (laughs) 
um, in a dress that was a little low cut. A little. Um, celebrating her son, Damien. I, I, we always hated it when she named that child Damien. Because we were you on think air. of the Devil. omen. Six, six, six. Her 16-year-old son, Damien's birthday, and she wrote in a post, Happy birthday to my little prince at Damon Hurley. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. One, the light of my life for 16 years. Well, that's nice. I thought so, but then this huge war broke out because she's wearing a beautiful dress that's just a little low cut and that's who she is and he's got on like a brocade he looks tuxedo. like he's wearing a gucci suit he totally does harry styles vibes look, going totally, on with him they look so great but everyone is like creepy showing off at your son's birthday cover up mom it's elizabeth hurley who cares exactly who cares he's 16 years old Exactly. So, so neither of you are uncomfortable with a 16-year-old next to the mom with the huge cleavage? No. Well, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. It's just the style of the dress. Exactly. Here's and your mom one. is Elizabeth Hurley. So there what? And, and if you want to show off some cleavage, I say show off some cleavage. You don't okay. have to be wearing a nun's habit at your kid's birthday <laughs> well, I would agree with that. It looked like it was a very formal affair. It does. It looks very fancy. Yes, very fancy. Yeah, and she they looks probably fantastic. Did. She does. Remember um, when she came out with her swimsuit? line probably about eight years ago and she here's her, only drink watercress soup that's it fit into yeah. her bikinis. she has a raisin mm-hmm. like three raisin. peanuts mm-hmm. <laughs> a day and a and, cup of watercress soup which yeah. is essentially hot water yeah, yeah. <laughs> you too can fit into elizabeth hurley bikini right only by starving yourself that that can happen <laughs> that can happen um, now does this bug you brooklyn deck um beckham mm-hmm. he is 19 years old okay He's the oldest son of David Beckham and... Portion Becks. Yes, thank you. And he broke up with Chloe Grace Moretz. They were age appropriate. They're both the same age. But now he is um, dating a Playboy model. Well, naturally. I'm not surprised. <laughs> but is there more to is that? Sure? Or should, no, I just, should I be upset just, about him dating a Playboy model? I'm just going to ask you that. I'm not upset about it. He's Canadian a- model Lexi Wood. Lexi Wood. They were snapped getting cozy in a tattoo parlor, parlor where the star emerged with his left arm in a sling and his right arm freshly inked with an image of the woman's body. Oh, so he's I'm, going after he's dad going, already. Yeah. That aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I say he's what, 21? No, he's not 21. He's only like 19. He's 19? Oh, he's 19. Mm-hmm. She, the new girlfriend, I can't tell how old she is, but I feel like it's. Duh, of course he's going to date a Playboy model when he's 19 years Thank old. And he has access to that kind of stuff. You think that's it? Yeah, of course. All right, fine. All right, what do you think about um, um, uh, Sandberg not showing up? What's her first name again? Cheryl Sandberg. Cheryl Sandberg. Sandberg. She was I had an interview scheduled with George Snuffleupagus, mm-hmm. a um, Sunday morning show this week. And she found out that Martha Raditz was going to interview instead her instead because he wasn't even there yesterday. I watched the show. He was off. He was off. And she decided not to even be on it. Mm-hmm. What is she afraid of? 
Well, I know that she had one interview. I think it was with uh, Fox News. Fox News. Well, NPR, I know, late last week, she was getting kind of pulled through the coal, like raked through the coals about that one. Just like her answers. People, people, I mean, obviously, this is a very upsetting uh, information that we're getting from Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that Mark they've Zuckerberg. They've known about it for two years. Yes, and that they've known about it. And whatever Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg had, have to say about it, it's not enough. I mean, people really want to know what Facebook is going to do about this data breach Mm -hmm. what are they going to do about it and maybe she just didn't want to answer uh to martha raditz maybe she thought george stephanopoulos would be a little softer on her i I have no idea although she says the opposite she said she she didn't anticipate that george would give her a sympathetic interview but he had a much bigger name than uh you know so she probably thought not enough people were going to watch it with martha to to make it worth her time right there you go you believe that Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Okay, now listen to this one. Um, Madonna wants you to know um, her beauty tips. Oh, please. Mm -hmm. Madonna, what do you have to sell us today? Let's hear about it. She has six kids. She has six kids. Rocco, 17, Lords, 21, David, 12, Mercy James, 12, and five-year-old twins, Esther and Stella. She's a busy mama. She is a busy kid. Well, these are her beauty tips. First of all, I'm like, and this is literally her quote. First of all, I'm like, don't squeeze your pimples, please. You're scarring your face. And adding that acne comes from having dehydrated skin, which I never knew. Her other secrets, don't smoke. Don't lay out in the sun for hours. And don't binge drink. And also have a wonderful, wonderful plastic surgeon mm-hmm. who will manage all That's of your right. injections impeccably. Yeah. And also, finally, buy MDNA skincare. Exactly. exactly. That's that's the, <laughs> those that's, are Madonna skincare tips. That's it. All right. So, I think there's more to acne than just being dehydrated. Well, I, think she's I know oversimplifying that. that one. I know. Yeah, but that's all the celebrities go to with anything. It's just just make sure that you drink enough water mm-hmm. and that you rest and that and that you just you know the best fitness plan is just running around and chasing your kids in the backyard. You don't have to do anything and else. And eat whatsoever. one raisin, three mm-hmm. peanuts, that's and right. have some watercress soup. That's it. <laughs> Starve yourself. Then you can look like me okay now listen to this so this is the other side of the me too argument jeffrey rush who was just a fabulous character actor and he was people knew him from the piano wasn't that it the one that he won the award for shining 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 oh no no, is it shine 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 shine, Shine. sorry yeah he did play the piano his character did he did that's what i thought okay thank you shine that which was a great movie but apparently he is not eating he is devastated he is depressed he wakes up every morning with a terrible sense of dread about his future career since a Sydney newspaper alleged inappropriate behavior towards an actress. His lawyer has um, sworn in an affidavit. His lawyer submitted to the Australian federal court system in Sydney on Monday that the 66-year-old Australian actress suffered tremendous emotional and social hardship since the Daily Telegraph accused him in December of inappropriate behavior towards actress Erin Jean Norville during the Sydney Theatre Company's protection of King Lear in 2015. Jeffrey Rush has denied the allegations he's suing the newspaper in which he says portrayed him as a pervert and a sexual predator. Um, So, and just, he knows that he, he believes that his worth in the industry Entertainment industry is now irreparably damaged. He suffers from lack of sleep, anxiety. He's recovered. You know, that's the other yeah, side. because of this article. That's the other yeah. side. If it wasn't true and now, you know, you're guilty mm-hmm. 
before, you know, whatever the line Yeah, is. you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see because this is a statement that his lawyers made in Australian court. And, and I would say, of course, they're going to be... They're going to say, say They're, they're right. going to say all of this kind of stuff. And I don't know all of the details about Jeffrey Rush's accusations from the Daily Telegraph. And I know it's been a lot of back and forth. So on this one, I guess I take the stance... Well, let's just wait and see. And I feel like, of course, his lawyers are going to present this. Right. It, it, you know, this but kind of hardship to him. Just hypothetically, if indeed it's not true, your career has already suffered. That's you know, true. The, and, and that's one I don't know that people can get back. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where we have to find out all the yeah. details about the story. So I don't. And again, I don't know enough about this. I remember when it came out late last year and just kind of noting it in the back of my head. We shall see. We shall we see. We shall see. We shall see. Jenny Gar's husband, Dave Abrams, filed for divorce after less than three years of marriage. Oh man, that's not good. No, my Hollywood speak is she has no personality. But that's really mean of me. Okay, you had <laughs> one 10-minute <laughs> interview with Well, tell, oh me, my well, tell me why you feel this <laughs> way, like, Julia. Why oh, do you feel this way? Oh, so he was in our well, studio. He divorced her because she has no person. Well, <laughs> well, what was she here selling? What, what, why was, was she movie, in the studio? It was some movie, but I'm telling you what. She was one of those people that, you know, just... Yes? She was vapid. Well, okay. Someone like Hollywood that. actress, vapid, vapid, bears poop in the woods and the yeah. sky is blue it was during so, the day. But it was so bizarre to me that it was... Was it just like you were talking to her and you were talking through her? Like there was yeah, nothing that you could care. get from her? She didn't, I mean, she couldn't get excited about why she was here or anything, but irreconcilable... I can't pronounce words today. Irreconcilable differences. That's what he said. That's so, what he said. The usual. So, you're boring. You're I'm bored. out. Yeah, they're not going to put I'm boring, boring on the petition. Well, that would be a good one. I was bored. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, people. We'll be back.